Today, I'm going to be telling you why we need to support Spotify. And if you disagree, I urge you guys to watch, um, and I will most likely answer your question or what your statement would have been of your disagreement. GoFundMe withholds $10 million in donations from Canadian truckers, and Michael Avenetti found guilty of stealing $300,000 from Stormy Daniels. We're getting to all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop the video like, subscribe to the post notifications on, um, you know, Click all the buttons. It's the only way this show can grow. And I urge you guys to listen to this show over on Spotify, The Joey Saladino Show. You can click the link somewhere or just type The Joey Saladino Show in over on Spotify and subscribe. Now let's get right into this. So I'm making this video for a specific purpose because I want to talk to the people right now that are saying, dump Spotify, Spotify is, you know, against free speech, Spotify is this, I canceled my subscription today, screw them, they can burn in hell. I'm talking to all those people right now. And for everybody else, you can continue to listen. Um, the people who are saying that, uh, I believe, do not understand the entirety of the situation. I believe they don't understand the timeline of events of the situation and understand the actual inner workings when it comes to the Democrats and the government, as well as the actual big tech organizations out there. Because right, Apple, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, those are true big tech. They're worth trillion plus collectively it's like 10 trillion dollars spotify i think it's within 40 to 60 billion dollar range still incredibly massive and an incredibly massive platform um, but when we talk about big tech they don't have the influence and power and money that these other companies have um, you know we could all delete spotify today and our lives don't change in the slightest versus if we were to delete you know all of google all the google products all the facebook products like there'll be a big shift in the entire world you know, same thing with Apple. But the point I'm trying to make here, and what I'm going to go into, recently, what happened is um, Spotify had to remove 70 Joe Rogan episodes um, according to the website that tracks it. They removed the Chris D'Elia episode, Alex Jones, uh, a Michael Malice one, Kyle Kulinisk, um, Theo Vaughn, Tom Segura, Owen Benjamin, Chris D'Elia, Sargon of Akkad. Um, and in, when you hear the names, you're like, okay, these people are a little bit more on the controversial side. Maybe some stuff were said in it. Um, you know, well, actually, the new ones that were delete, deleted it were Michael Malice, Kyle, Theo, Tom Segura, um, Ari Shafir, Brett Kreisner, uh, and Tom Segura. Okay, so very strange that those episodes but are, are getting removed, but you might be able to see why. And the reason why I believe they got removed might have been in relation to advertisers that advertise on the show. Um, it's a, there's a lot to unpack here. So I urge you guys to continue watching this and listening if you are in the disagreement section. Now, um, Rolling Stones put out an, uh, an article saying, why did these Joe Rogan episodes get yanked from Spotify? Among the episodes removed include Amy Schumer, Mark Marin, Bill Burr, and someone else. Over 70 episodes of Joe Rogan Spears were quietly removed on Spotify Friday, adding, adding yet more development to the drama. Amongst the episodes, okay, it is unclear why the episodes were questioned and pulled. Representative for Rogan and Spotify did not respond to Rolling Stones' request for comments. However, eagle-eyed fans and controversial podcasts observed many deleted episodes contained racial slurs, uh, ableist language, and other content that could be deemed insensitive. Users noted episodes featuring Tom Segura and Greg whatever were likely removed for the usage of the N-word. The, re the repeated usage of the racial uh, charge language on a Joe Rogan experience led to uh, uh, singer-songwriter India Ari to pull her music from Spotify. Obviously, 
you can say the n-word in music, but God forbid you say it in a podcast with the context of it as just being a word. But that's not the point. Uh, right now, there's a huge push for the deplatforming of Joe Rogan. And what have what has been the timeline of events? We break we bring down to over a year ago. Spotify signs Joe Rogan, and they say to him, "Listen." Just bring your show over here and keep doing what you're doing. We support you. Keep doing what you're doing. That was great. Joe Rogan liked it because he doesn't like corporate restrictions on him, does not want to be censored. So he moves over and they pay him a fat bag. What happens after that? The employees protest to remove Joe Rogan from the platform. Spotify says, no, we're supporting free speech. Protests broke out. You know, they were planning to go on strike. Democrats got involved, and, and it became a whole thing. And then it subsided. Then it, it came back, I think, a couple of times within the year, small, small, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, until recently. It came back big time because he was talking pretty much, you know, stuff about the vaccine with Dr. Robert Malone. That's what pretty much started this whole entire chain of, of shitstorm. And what happened? Employees protested again. Spotify said, we don't care what you're saying. We support free speech. Uh, the celebrities came out. Uh, artists came out saying they're going to pull their music from them. They quite literally said, we don't care. We're going to support free speech. Uh, Twitter went on complete rampages to try to cancel them. Spotify said, we don't care. We're supporting free speech. Then Democrat politicians started coming out. Then the quite literal White House came out and said, you know, and the the what the 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 chief general for like health or something, whatever his name is, he, he talks like this, and he's like really big, really big, really big lips, and he's like this. You know that guy? He's like, he's he's brown. I forgot his name. Was a surgeon general? I, no, the most punchable guy in, in the universe. And even he started coming out, and they're raising these questions: Is it? It's the responsibility of these platforms to make sure that this stuff doesn't get out there and misinformation, and it's deadly and it's harmful. Now we got a problem here. Then, then, and only then did Spotify add a COVID warning, okay? Only then did Spotify now start to remove certain episodes. But that, guess what? The episodes about the vaccines are still up, so keep note of that. All of a sudden, they started to have to make a compromise. And I believe adding the COVID warming, warning was a compromise because they did not want the federal government to get involved. They did not want the federal government to come in and set a precedent that you need, by law, to censor certain speech. And the one thing, that the biggest thing that they did not want is for all of the other big tech companies. See, Spotify is built off the backs of other big tech. They're able to host their, maybe they have their own hosting, I don't know. But they're able to get app downloads via Apple, app downloads via Google. Massive advertisers spend hundreds of millions of dollars a year on their platform. More big companies. What else is there? Credit card processors are used. What else is there? I think that there's more of their integration within the actual true big tech. And because uh, yeah, credit card pro and advertisers will bail, and eventually they would go out of business. If, if one of those things was to happen, if advertisers were to start to bail, if a credit card processor was to say we're not supporting them, if a bank was to say we're not supporting them, if one of the app stores was to pull their app off the store for spreading misinformation, it would start a chain reaction and Spotify would cease to exist overnight. Okay? We need to understand that. This is a company 
rather large company, the only major company, the only major tech company that I can think of in the mainstream that made a stand constantly, nonstop against the, the Twitter cancellation, against their own employees, that said, we're going to support free speech. We really don't care about your cancel culture outrage. They've been the only company that I can think of in the mainstream as they are to make such a stand like that. Remember the last two companies that made such a stand like that. They're called Gab and Parler. They're into the abysses of the internet, okay? Like quite literally, the, I'm sure there's some people that use them, but let's be real here. They're in the abysses of the internet now. Alex Jones, in the abyss of the internet. Obviously, they also have their own fan base. They got completely booted off because the system, the powers that be, saw those platforms as a threat. And right now, Spotify is being seen as a threat by the powers that be. So Spotify is in a position. They have two options. One, we make a compromise. Or two, we cease to exist. Okay? They're not caving to leftist mobs. They never did cave to a leftist mob. They are in a position where they need to compromise with advertisers or they lose all their money and they need to compromise with the government's demands to a certain extent when it comes to the spread of quote-unquote misinformation. They are left with zero choice right now. And you know what the headlines were reading when Neil Young first started his protest? Spotify loses $4 billion since Neil Young protest. Even though there was no correlation at all, they were running that headline. So we need to think, what is going to be a win for, for the left when, when the next earning report comes out? Imagine if Spotify lost, sub, loses subscriptions by the, next, by the end of the next quarter. What are the headlines going to read? After Spotify backs free speech and Joe Rogan, they lose revenue and lose subscribers. That sends a message to everyone. That sends a message to every other tech company. This is what happens when you back free speech. Your company goes under. Your company goes down. Because guess what? The left is canceling you, and now the right is canceling you. You can't win. And that, that sets a precedent in the market, in the field of companies, to never even try to support free speech. That's the precedent it sets. Or we can fund Spotify, subscribe to Spotify, listen to more of their advertisers, start using their platform a little bit more. And by the time the next quarter comes around and their subscribers, let's just say hypothetically double, it won't double, hypothetically double, and their stock evaluation goes up 50, 100%, 200% overnight because their quarter came back so good. What's the headline that runs or the possible headline? After backing free speech and Joe Rogan, Spotify surges 10x in value. What, what would be a win for us? What would be a win for them? And think about that, okay? And then that will set a precedent for all the other companies out there. Holy crap, Spotify, they backed Joe Rogan in free speech, and now they're bigger than ever before? There's a market for free speech? They stood up against the man and came out on top? Holy crap. And, and it sets a precedent for all the other companies, even up-and-coming tech companies, tech companies that are already in there, that there is a market for supporting free speech. And you do not need to kneel to the leftist mob. You do not need to kneel to the demands of the government and the demands of the companies above you. That's what it would show. But no, we want to have our own outrage cancel mob, 
not even think about this, not even do the research on this, and just cancel them and make a situation worse. Make a situation worse for an actual ally at this point in time. So I'm going to read through some people's comments. And I want to reply to other people's comments because those are the same exact comments that people who disagree with what I'm saying would be saying. So this will be my way of responding to those comments. And honestly, I'm always the one to say, you know, oh, it's just an opinion of mine. I don't even think this is opinion of mine. This is a fact of mine. I stated a bunch of sequence of events as fact. I stated quite literally the situation as fact. And if you still believe Spotify should have backed Joe Rogan and had their business go completely under, then I'm sorry, you're not helping. You're, you're not helping. If we have an ally in there, we have two options. One, they go out of business. Or two, we make a slight compromise and start to skate by and survive another day. Or even three, make the company even better. Make the company even bigger. Make the company more powerful. Tell other companies, you can do the same thing Spotify is doing. Don't be afraid. There's money in this. There's money in free speech. There's money in Joe Rogan. There's money in us. There's money in shows like this. There's money in, sh in shows like this. That's what it would say. So let's read. Uh, Real Derek, whatever, Yultley tweeted out. He tweeted out this post and he said, seriously, Spotify, you cave to the leftist mob? I would put this guy on the edge of he just does not understand this, the, the complete situation. Someone responded saying, dumb Spotify. Someone said, so we cancel Spotify now? Jeez, everything woke turns to shit. Just wait. So sad. It's time for these companies to stand up for the US. So that's the thing is, I don't know if these people are, are, are no, just don't know what's going on right now currently, because time for these companies to stand up for us, for the, for the US. They did. They did for a year. They quite literally stood up for a year constantly until the White House got involved. Literally, think about that. The executive branch of the government got involved. The damn presidency got involved. Just think the highest of the highs you can possibly do. Biden just, and the White House need to make one call to Apple saying, listen, Spotify is a threat to democracy. We need you to remove them. And, and Apple would do it. Not saying that's legal, but the, what the Democrats do really, you know, <laughs> on the edge of legal. But R. Kelly is still streaming. I see how it is. I'm canceling my Spotify. Only got it for Joe. They playing both sides. These, these people, oh, it, it aggravates me. And this is the reason why I'm making this video. Dumb Spotify. Joe moved to a free speech website. Everyone would follow you. Spotify will crash like Facebook and Twitter. The majority has the power to inflict financial stress on liberal far left business. Like, th this is how you treat a company that's had Joe Rogan's back for an entire year up to the point where the actual business got threatened of quite literally going to zero. And this is how you treat an ally? It, it's on honestly, it blows my mind. If they did that, I'm canceling my subscription. Censor censoring a dead man is shameful. Brody Stevens. Time to lawyer up. They didn't cancel Rogan, and I guarantee his show from here on out won't be the same. I canceled my subscription last week because they took two of his podcasts down. It, I, it asked the reason why I canceled, and I told them they went woke, so they gonna go broke. Like, like I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate people in general. I'll be honest. I hate my side as much as I hate the left side just as much. There is. No, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm over dramatic. There is, you know, people on the left, 
who can be normal, and there's people on the right who can be normal. But there's that, that common area where it's just a bunch of freaks that get outraged over things, and they just keep on using the same exact buzzwords over and over again, even into the situations where they don't apply. I would say ours is probably slightly smaller than theirs, and ours is honestly more likely to have reason and honestly more likely to change their opinions. There are so many times where I make videos similar to this where people in the comments are like, holy crap, I never thought about it like that. You're actually right. And then, you know, six weeks later, what I was saying becomes that mainstream opinion. And I, I stick to that. You know, they're going to go woke. They're going to go broke. They quite literally don't have a choice. It's in their choice. It, and they're not even going too far woke. It's not like they're shutting down Joe Rogan's show. They're adding a warning nobody's going to see, and they're deleting very old episodes because the N-word was most likely said in them. Like, I'm sorry, but that's a pretty sweet compromise in my opinion. Are the advertisers still there? Is the money still being made? Is this platform still exist? Does Joe Rogan still have a platform? Can you still listen to my show on the platform? Those answers are yes. Someone goes, here we go again. Wow, time to cancel my subscription and delete. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. So not only... Did all these radical leftists delete their Spotify? Now all the radical right people are going to be deleting their Spotify. If you canceled Spotify, I'm telling you right now, and I don't do advertisers on this show. Occasionally, maybe you'll see an ad or something. Um, so if you canceled your Spotify, resubscribe to Spotify right now and follow me over on Spotify, the Joey Saladino Show, okay? They didn't cave. They were left with quite literally zero choice. You know, we make these types of sacrifices. You know, if you watch Tim Pool, he makes those sacrifices too. If you watch my show, we make those sacrifices too, where we need to skate between the lines of the system so our voice can get out there to the mainstream, okay? I'm not going to stand here and start saying the N-word. I'm not going to stand here and say XYZ about a particular vaccine, because that's what I feel and that's what I want to say or if that may be the truth. I'm not going to say that. Why? Because the show will get deleted. I'll lose all my income. The, 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 real the real news voice won't get out there to the masses and we'll be stuck in our little corner, broke and poor to the abysses of the internet over on, on whatever's left of parlor. You know what I mean? We need to do what we can to stay in the mainstream to fund what aligns with our values as much as possible. Name me one other tech company out there right now uh, that's a platform that aligns with the free speech values as much as Spotify ever did. Can you name me one? I, I can't name one. At least one that not one that's a plat actual platform. So whenever you guys want to go on an outrage or, or cancel things or don't know what to think, Come to my page and consult with me first before you, you join into outrage mob mentality. Um, so, yeah. And now, I mean, this is their whole push now. This is why they're doing the whole push now about the Joe Rogan N-word stuff. Because that is a push against their advertisers. They're trying to target Spotify advertisers with this N-word stuff. And they did the same exact thing when it came to PewDiePie. So GoFundMe withholds $10 million in donations from Canadian truckers. So I'll tell you one company to dump, and that's GoFundMe, okay? I'll tell you why. So GoFundMe, a popular fundraising site, has cut ties with the convoy of Canadian truckers protesting the COVID-19 mandates. Uh, someone tweeted out, so GoFundMe has listened to the truck convoy protesting the deprivation, the deprivation of human rights in Canada, and they talked with Canada, and they decided to side with the government oppressing human rights. Amazing. Go fuck me. Hates you. They hate freedom. 
Um, and they, GoFundMe posted an update, GoFundMe statement on the Freedom Convoy. GoFundMe supports peaceful protests, and we believe that their intention for the Freedom Convoy 2020 fundraiser uh, when it was first created. And we uh, have evidence from law enforcement that a previously peaceful demonstration has become an occupation, while police reports in violence and other unlawful activity. The, to ensure GoFundMe remains a trusted platform, we work with local authorities to ensure we have details, factual understanding of events and taking place on the ground following the interview. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Um, here's the thing, real quick. GoFundMe should now be sued, and GoFundMe should now be tried and arrested. Why? Because they set the stage, they set the precedent that they are working with law enforcement to uphold basically the law on their platform. They are now saying it is their responsibility to make sure that their platform is not used to aid and support of illegal activities. They set that standard. Doesn't matter now, I guess, that all summer, all the last few years, the platform was used by the far left to aid quite literal rioters and rioting and Antifa and BLM organization that quite literally burnt cities to the ground. Now, does that, now did they set the standard that they, by, by hosting those types of fundraisers, that they were supporting illegal activities, they were aiding and abetting in illegal activities, does this now make them liable for, I guess, criminal damages? Let's read. In doing so, the site has blocked the release of almost $10 million in donations from the Freedom Convoy. Statement claimed that the fundraiser was in violation of the terms of service, specifically Turn 8, which prohibited, prohibited uh, the promotion of violence and harassment. Yeah, can you imagine that? Having a bunch of trucks protest is, uh, is violence and harassment. We now have evidence of law enforcement. The previously peaceful demonstration has become an occupation. Okay, whatever. The GoFundMe... Uh, has said the donors will have two weeks to ask for a refund. The rest of the money the group raised will be distributed to credible and established charities. Apparently, they recently came out now saying that they will be um, just refunding everybody automatically. Uh, let's read what they, what they tweeted out. Uh, to simplify, the process for the users will be refunding all donations to the Freedom Convoy 2020 fundra 2022 fundraiser. Uh, this refund will happen automatically. You do not need to submit a request. Donors can accept uh, to see refunds within 7 to 10 business days. The update we issued earlier enabled all donors to get a refund and outlined a plan to distribute their remaining funds to verified charities. Okay, whatever. Truckers have been in Ottawa since January 29th, many of them blocking roads and flying banners. According to the Toronto Star, police are preparing for more protesters this weekend and said the situation is increasingly volatile and increasingly dangerous. Ottawa police chief reported the hatred the violence, the illegal acts the Ottawa residents and businesses have endured over the last week is unacceptable in any circumstances. Can I can I see footage of this? <laughs> like, what? Like trucks in the road protesting? But they're fine when BLM goes and burns the whole entire city down. On Wednesday, like these people really think that they're the good guys. <laughs> hey, you're protesting. You're literally the working class. The, the people who are supplying our cities with resources because we cannot provide resources ourselves in these types of cities. They don't want to get the vaccine. So they're, they're the bad people. Not you. Not you, the one that's trying to shut down their fundraisers and make them stop. Hmm. It's people on the wrong side of history. On Wednesday, Facebook removed the page Convoy to DC 2020. 
uh, created by U.S. truckers planning to travel from California to Washington, D.C., Tesla founder Elon Musk slammed GoFundMe for their move, calling them professional thieves, double standards. He tweeted, including a screenshot of June 2020, GoFundMe tweet in support of Seattle's Capitol Hill occupied protests uh, while riots broke out. So uh, we need to do what we can, however we can, to support these protesters. And we should, honestly, we should probably need one going right now in America, too. But what they're going to do, the branding of this all, it's all going to be along the lines of it's, it's a terrorist act, it's violent, and it's an illegal act. Anyone who supports it is illegal and must be shut down off the Internet. That is what they will end up running with. That that the truck, if it happens in America, the trucker convoy is a threat to democracy. Blah 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 blah. The, these people are being selfish and they're evil and they're and they're violent and they're criminals and they're breaking the law. Anyone who supports them must be banned, banned, banned. That's going to be the narrative. I'm telling you right now, that is going to be the narrative. So Michael Avenetti has been found guilty of stealing $300,000 from Stormy Daniels. I urge you guys to send this video to your friends because it's pretty hilarious. So Michael Avenetti was convicted Friday for uh, bringing in his uh, former client Stormy Daniels out of almost $300,000 in book advance money. Uh, someone tweeted out he's going to jail. Avenetti found guilty on both counts. Avenetti was found guilty uh, of charges of wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. He now faces a maximum of 22 years in prison for his convictions. The jury began deliberations Wednesday, spending about 15 and a half hours before returning the verdict on Friday. Avenetti was ordered to surrender to the federal court officials in California no later than 5 p.m. on Monday. He's scheduled to be sentenced on May 24th. After the verdict, Michael Avenatti made brief statements to reporters. I'm very disappointed in the jury's verdict. I'm looking forward to full uh, justification of all the appeals. Okay. Um, breaking, uh, tweeted out, is breaking creepy porn lawyer. Michael Avenatti found guilty. Okay. Uh, Clark Brewster, who represents Daniels, told Fox News the text communications between Stormy and Mr. Avenetti in real time was overwhelming proof of his deceit and embezzlement, the forgery of her name, and his concealed uh, directives to wire the money to him was irrefutable. Still, Mr. Avenetti possesses an uncanny ability to steadfastly deny the crimes and persuade others. Okay, Daniels and Avenetti worked together in 2018. This is how you know all this anti-Trump stuff is all a grift for money. These people don't care about truth. All these books that are coming out, all these lawsuits that they're doing for attention, it's all for money. It's, it's not because they, they feel like they need to defend democracy and have this truth come out. No, no, it's, it's quite literally all about money. That's all that they want. So Donald Trump Jr. Uh, posted up his Twitter DM exchange with Avenetti. And Avenetti said to Don Jr., keep blowing, Jr. It's pathetic that you have to answer to him. Uh, Jr. said, new phone, who this? He goes, fuck you, Arthur. You are worthless. Uh, I have forgotten more about trials in the last week than you will ever know. Do you swallow for Junior? Your day will come, and when it does, it will be glorious. <laughs> and Junior responded to this over the, the screenshot. Reminds me of the time when, um, when one of my buddies trolled creepy porn lawyer, and this is the exchange and direct messages seems to not have worked out as planned. Avenetti, who represented himself during the trial, said, I was her advocate. I was her champion. I put everything on the line. I wanted to help her. According to the government, Michael Avenetti uh, could never have believed that he had the right to be paid. This is ludicrous, and it is not supported by the evidence he added. Assistant U.S. Attorney uh, Robert whatever said, Avenetti got tangled in his web of lies. A mountain of evidence was discovered, including text messages and bank statements. Remember when he, he tried to extort Nike? 
The defendant uh, was a lawyer who stole from his own client. She thought that he was her own advocate, but he betrayed her, and he told lies to try to cover it all up, they stated. So, you know, hey, you know, next time you see another person come out there with something against Trump, something against the right, and then all of a sudden has book sales, and all of a sudden becomes a celebrity, and all of a sudden is on TV, and all of a sudden has publicity and press, and there's money flowing in and out. Don't, you know, same thing with those, you know, those quote-unquote whistleblowers that literally came out on 60 Minutes. Um, just know they're not risking anything. They're not putting it all on the line. They're quite literally just getting buckets of money shoveled into their bank accounts, Um because it's all a grift, and the media clamors for this type of BS. But let me know what you think. Please drop a video like, subscribe to the Pulsifications on every single day. If you can listen to the flips of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps, go there right now, click the subscribe button. Um, listen to me over on Spotify, the Joey Saladino Show. Go subscribe there. Rate five stars on Apple Podcasts if you can. Thank you guys so much for watching listening. Peace out.